Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody rugged, resilient, and timeless. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, welcome to I've Never Said This Before with me, Tommy D'Addario. Today's guest is the brilliant actress Claire Holt, who is best known for her iconic role, Rebecca Michelson, in The Vampire Diaries and the two spin-off series, The Originals and Legacies. Now, The Vampire Diaries is the longest running vampire series to ever exist, so it's no surprise that those spin-offs were created, especially because Claire and her fellow actors who played her siblings in the show, they became instant fan favorites. I binged this entire series during the pandemic, and let me tell you, when I finished, I still wanted more. And I just thought Claire's performance was nothing short of brilliant. She plays such a fun character. So aside from being a badass vampire, Claire is continually expanding her horizons with fashion design, finance, and investing. And in 2023, she launched a lifestyle website called The Corner by Claire Holt focusing on authenticity in the fashion, the beauty, the wellness, and the parenting spaces. She is proud to dive into intimate and relatable topics for young females and new moms, and she really aims to create a safe and fun corner of the internet for her incredible fans to connect, feel heard, and to share their personal experiences. Listen, the social media and digital landscape is a crazy world, so I am all for somebody creating that safe place where people can connect. So let's see if today we can get Claire to say something that she's never said before. Claire, my friend, it is so good to see you. How are you today? Me too. I'm doing good. How are you? I am so good. You know, I have to tell you, I was thinking about you last night before I went to bed. Um, well, that That's sounded really exactly creepy. That's like people thinking about me. That sounded really okay. creepy. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, and I was thinking before we were like going to dive in, I'm like, you know what? I have to tell you something I've thought about consistently over the last few months. And it's from everything that I see you posting on social media, because you are somebody to me who gives zero fucks. Well, it's really weird for me to say that because I work in the daytime world. And if you say that, you're like, and if you say that you're in trouble, you're canceled. So I, that, wow, that was very liberating. But you give zero, 
you give zero Fs. You talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. At what point of your life and career were you like, you know what? I'm just going to put it all out there. You know, it's so funny. I'm still a work in progress because I am usually a people pleaser, or at least I was for many, many years. And then I started to realize that you just can't win no matter what you do. So you might as well just stay true to yourself. So I just try and be honest and authentic. And if I think something, I share it. Obviously, I'm not going around like saying crazy controversial stuff all the time. But if someone trolls me, I'll have a laugh about it. If someone asks me my opinion, I'll tell the truth. And I think it's it's a pretty liberating way to be. That's kind of your default now, right? Like you... Wow. Oh my God. I'm inspired by you. Well, I hope by the end of our conversation, I I pick up some of that today. You're going to drop (laughs) some F-bombs on Instagram today. I know. It's so weird. I'm so not used to it. Look what you're doing to me already. I love it. (laughs) Well, I want to start back in Australia for a second. So you were from Australia, born out there. You obviously began a career out there and then you had some great success. And then you worked, worked, worked. And we're going to fast forward to The Vampire Diaries. You book a show that is arguably one of the most popular shows at the time and still is today. I see people walking around New York City with like merch on all the time. I saw a girl with a tattoo at the grocery store today. Always oh. and forever, which was the <laughs> which is the like saying of the original family. So it's really wild. It's so crazy. So where were you in your life personally, like when you were auditioning for that before you got that? Where were you in your um journey, I guess, of, of your career and also as Claire Holt? I was not booking a lot of work, that's for sure. When I auditioned for the Vampire Diaries, it was a three episode guest star. So there was no world where I imagined my character would become what she did. You know, you never read a script you don't know so you're going in with these fake audition scenes Mm. and you don't really have too much of an understanding about what the character is and you just have to kind of swing and hope that you hit it and I remember thinking at the time well this is just gonna be another job that I don't get (laughs) but I went in and by the grace of God luck I don't know what you want to say but I got the job and and when I got there I hadn't really seen too much of the show I was aware that it was very popular but it wasn't as if I'd been watching the entire show leading up to it and I was this like super fan so I kind of came in with fresh eyes which took a little bit of the pressure off I think because I didn't feel I didn't feel like I well of course I wanted to do a good job and be professional and all the things that you want to do when you're building your career but I didn't realize what I was getting myself into to be honest so I showed up on set and my first day was with Paul Wesley who played Stefan and you know, I immediately thought he was just a legend. He's so funny. He's got an amazing sense of humor. And we had a really great time. And Joseph was there as well. And and I think I just started to connect with the people and bond with them. And that kind of showed on screen. And then Rebecca Michelson continued. And, and I got to have many, many years of, like, amazing times playing that character. So, yeah, it, it was not something that was ever on the cards, I don't think. I, I'm sure they had some idea about what they wanted to happen for the character. but. It was um, it was never sort of made clear at the original audition, that's for sure. Well, I'm sure when they saw you performing the role, they were like, all right, we got to keep this gal around. She's so <laughs> epic in it. But Thank you, you. you said that you were used to hearing no, right? Because oh, yeah. you said you, you were auditioning a lot. So you, you said you weren't quite sure you were going to get this role. No, I was certain I wasn't because that was the status quo for me, you know. So I my first job in Australia was H2O, which was incredible because I had no idea what I was doing. I was very lucky to book that job. And I'm pretty sure I booked it because I was a good swimmer, not because I was a good actor. It was to play a mermaid. And then when I came to America, it was just like a constant stream of those. 
I got close on some jobs. So I felt like there was something there that maybe I had a chance at some point, be it in a year, 10 years, I didn't know. I definitely wouldn't have stayed 10 years <laughs> if I didn't book a job. But I think it was 142 auditions that I did before I got my first job in America. So many that you actually know the number. So my manager reminded me, and it's so funny because I was I was not going to go to an audition one day. I think it was because it was shooting in a location that I just didn't like or that there was something going on. She was like, Claire, thank God. She changed my life by saying this to me. She said, Claire, you've done 142 auditions. You need to go. And I was like, wow, that is humbling. And you are right. And so I showed up and I did the work and, you know, thankfully it paid off eventually. You not only did the work, but you did the work so well that you and your siblings in the show were offered a spinoff, the originals. Yeah, and that was so fun. Oh my God. And that show was equally as popular and fun as the Vampire Diaries. So when you realized you were booking that, did you feel like the weight and the pressure to bring it because you knew how popular the original show was? You know, that was a really interesting situation because I had been living in Atlanta, I think for two years at the time, and I was tremendously lonely. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay there. Because I didn't, you know, of course I had my work friends, but I didn't have family. My boyfriend at the time wasn't there. My friends that I'd made, all my Australian friends at the time who were living in LA were not there. And I just felt sad a lot. And so, you know, I think back now and I'm like, God, I wish I just leaned in and stayed present and enjoyed it. But, you know, you can say that with maturity and age. And it's hard to sort of be that way at the time when you were having all of these overwhelming feelings. And so the opportunity came up and of course I knew that it was an amazing opportunity and I would be so lucky to have it, but I also didn't think that it was right for my mental health or where I was at at the time. And so for a while I said, thank you so much, but I don't think this is for me. I don't think I'm going to be the best version of myself if I stay here. And so they were just amazing to me and they worked with me and they said okay what would it look like for this to work what would you need or how could we be helpful so that you can feel like you sort of have still have your ties to the people that you care about you still are a part of the show and so over the course of a number of years after that they just continued to work with me and they were amazing so I was a series regular for the first season and then after that they were just really flexible and they let me come back and forth depending on when it worked for the show and when it worked for the other jobs I was doing. And that, I think, saved me mentally, them allowing me to be flexible. And, you know, normally you sign a very, very long contract for television, which a lot of people are lucky to, you know, you're lucky to sign, right? You've got job security and it's consistent income and you're working and you're doing what you want. But I had had a few experiences earlier in my life on jobs, films, whatever, where I had felt myself slipping and like losing myself. I didn't think, you know, I, I had always dealt with anxiety and I just didn't want to get to the point where I didn't like who I was. Mm. It's interesting because I don't, I don't ever want to seem like I wasn't grateful for the opportunity because I absolutely was, but I also knew that like it was important to take into account how I was feeling at the time and, and I needed to make the best decision for me. I think that's something applicable to so many people in any industry, you know, CEOs, people in director level positions. I mean, mm -hmm. you can seem like you're being handed the world and yes. your dreams are coming true and everything's falling into place, but it might not always click in the way you thought it mm -hmm. would, right? 
Yeah. And for me, that was just loneliness, right? Like I was living in a city so far away from anyone that I loved and cared about, aside from, of course, my castmates and, and the crew and the people on the show. And I would go home at night and I just felt sad and I felt alone. And, you know, you don't see all that on social media. You don't see all that when you see the press and the glamorous side of the job. And of course, there is a glamorous side, but there's also the side where you're gone for months and months and months and you have to ask for time to go and visit your family and you don't know if you're going to be allowed to or not. So that was really hard for me. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And I know a lot of articles have come out since and people debate like, were you written off? What was the drama? And the truth is you, oh, had, yeah. a, you, you had a contract, you finished yeah. your obligation and yeah. you chose to leave for your own mental health, right? I did. And what was amazing was they always allowed me the opportunity to come back. And I subsequently did another show right afterwards, which shot in LA. I was so happy that I was in LA with the people that I cared about. And I was closer to Australia and I got to go home. And then they were super flexible with me, both shows actually. And they let me go back and forth. And, you know, I would come to Atlanta for three or four days or uh, and shoot an episode and then I would go back. And it was just an amazing experience for me because I got to do what I loved, which was play Rebecca Michelson, but it didn't come with the weight of feeling so alone. Sounds like you have no regrets with how it all kind of unrolled. No, not at all. I'm so grateful for that time in my life. And, and the only thing I say now is I wish that I had been more present and I wish I hadn't been looking at what was missing. Maybe that would have changed my mind. I don't think it would have, but I absolutely know that it it was the best decision for me. And it was a really, you know, I had an amazing time when I was there and then I knew it was the right time for me to go. 
Well, and you've brought up your cast quite a bit in our conversation, which shows yeah. me how much you love them. And you must I have really so do. many. Yeah, you must have so many fond memories. When you think about them and your time on these shows, what just makes you smile? Everyone's so funny. And that's what you don't really realize when you're watching a drama. They have such amazing senses of humor. Paul Wesley, Candace, Phoebe Tonkin is one of the funniest people I've ever met. You may not know that. She's got to do comedy. She makes me cackle. There are just so, you know, Daniel and Joseph nonstop making me laugh. And that's what I really remember when I think about that. Like, it was fun. It really was fun. We were, we were you know, maybe not shooting at two in the morning, covered in blood and freezing cold. That part wasn't necessarily fun, but like getting to be with people who are like really like-minded and have the same sense of humor as you do, it's amazing. Do you ever come across your own shows, either Vampire Diaries or the originals and like, flicking on and check out your oh, work oh god no 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 i can't do that i'm so critical of myself i'll be like oh why did i do it that way why did i choose that i learned very quickly actually to never watch anything that i do yeah i mean i think always seeing yourself is weird but some people are really into it because they want to study their performance and I critique totally themselves and you're like no i'm, I'm good just, i don't want it no. i give myself the ick I'm like, oh, why would anyone hire me? I'm never going to get another job, which is just not productive. So I just stay away from it. That's really cool and good on you for knowing pretty early on in your life what you do and don't want. And yeah. here you are in a thriving career and you appreciated it and were grateful for it and made amazing memories and built a character that is so iconic that people are always quoting and making memes of. But you also realize there's other things you want out of your life. Mm -hmm. So what was the real moment in your life where you decided to take a step back from acting to kind of go after some other things personally and professionally? I think when I met my husband, Andrew, I realized this is the person I want to have a family with. And this is the most important person in my life. And nothing matters as much as nurturing this relationship. I knew he was going to be an amazing father right away when I met him. And and it was obviously always something that I had wanted to be a mother. And so when we decided to have children and then when my son was born, it just, it's this immense feeling of this is it. This is what matters to me now. And that's not to say that all of those other dreams that I had or, you know, aspirations just went away because that's absolutely not true. It just became a matter of, okay, what matters more? at each individual moment. And in the past sort of four years, four and a half years since he's been born and my daughter, and then now I'm pregnant with my third, I've had amazing opportunities come up, but they still allow me to stay at home and they allow me to be with my family. So my writing for my uh, website, I love to do, or I just did a scripted podcast that took, you know, three days to film instead of three months. And so I've had the opportunity to sort of expand and explore new areas but still stay true to that one commitment that I've made for the time being, which is to be present for my family. And, you know, acting involves a lot of travel. It really does. And, and if your family can come with you and your kids can come with you, that's amazing. Just with how my husband's work is, that's not always an option for us. And so, you know, both of us make sacrifices in order to give our children what we think is the best life for them. What I love about you is... You seem to have many interests and your career has pivoted in all these different directions recently. Like you said, you you have your mm -hmm. new website, you are an investor in beauty brands, you still keep your feet wet in acting if it makes sense for you timing-wise. Yes. You're doing you're doing these scripted podcasts. You're doing so much that 
you weren't someone at a time that said it's acting or nothing. Like I am nothing (laughs) without this. And I think a lot of us in the arts, especially, but in many different areas of different careers and industries identify so much with our job. There were definitely moments of that. A hundred percent. When I had my son immediately after that, I was like, I'm a loser. I'm nothing. I was an actor and now I'm not. And I don't know how to be a mom. And that's it for me. And then, you know, over the course of time with therapy and sort of relearning who I was and not attaching my identity to whatever job I had booked at the time, which is what I did, was very much my identity, my ego was so wrapped up in like, did I get this? Did I book this? You know, how many people watch this show? Or, you know, was my social media growing? And that's honestly, that's all bullshit. All of that. It doesn't matter. And no one cares. Like It really doesn't matter. And so I started to go, okay, what does my life look like if I'm not an actor? What does my life look like if I try other things that I've always loved but never thought I was qualified to do? What does it look like if no one ever reads what I write, but I still put it out there because it's a creative outlet for me? And so it's taken so much time. It really has. I don't want to say that like I'm there and I'm totally evolved and I'm absolutely working on myself every day. Some days I feel great. Some days I feel like I'm not doing enough or that my career is suffering or that my family is suffering, but it's just a, a process, right? You constantly work towards what you think is like the best version of yourself. And hopefully at some point you get there. I don't know what you ever do, but I'm I'm trying. Yeah. Well, you're putting in the work, which is all you can do. And I think that I would argue, in fact, that you have to live a true life and be a human being, no matter what industry you're in or pursuing to bring your full self to it. Like if you're not a real person having real experiences, how can you be delivering your best work? There's no way you can. And also you're just not that great to be around if you're not your best self. And that was what I started to find in the early days in Atlanta. It's like, God, I'm not this grumpy. Why am I grumpy? I don't, I shouldn't be like this. I, I have a job that I love. I've moved to America to chase a dream. And here I am. Like, why aren't I happy? And I realized there are so many parts to life, so many things that you have to feel fulfilled, so many areas feel fulfilled in. And that was just one little pocket. And I was never going to be a whole person if I only focused on one of those areas. When you're making decisions for you, and that is so badass. You're not doing what you think you should be doing or what people are telling you to do or what other people might interpret your actions. You're like, F all of that. This is what I want to do. And I'm going to go lean in and do it. Yeah. And I had to really work on the notion of like not caring what other people think of me because I always have. That's my default. And my mom said to me over the course of many years, what other people think of you is none of your business. It mm. doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you don't even know them. What does it matter? And, you know, social media has made it a little more difficult, right? Because you've got your keyboard warriors who can say whatever the hell they want to you and there are no consequences and they don't realize that there's a real person on the end of their vitriol or whatever they're saying. So that's definitely added something to it that makes it a little more tough. But at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is what my husband thinks, what my family thinks what my children think and what I think. And everything else is just like noise. You know, I'm going to tell you something that I haven't said yet to anyone publicly. So when this comes out, I guess it's out there, but it's it's so relevant to this conversation. And I'm 37. Mm -hmm. I'm doing entertainment reporting and, you know, red carpets and all of that for a couple of years now, kind of pivoted to the daytime world six years ago. My 
initial dream, what I went to school for was actually acting. Ah. And I had some pretty horrific experiences in the business early on that traumatized yeah. me. I yes. talked a, f- a little bit about them on actually Candace King's podcast for anyone listening who wants to hear about some of them, but there's a lot I didn't talk about. There was just a lot of shit that went down that never should have happened. I'm sorry. So it drove me away and my dream yeah. was taken away from me. And I said, if this is what it's all about, I am out. I don't want to do it. Peace out. And I pivoted and I love entertainment. I love movies, TVs, film, music. So I cover it now for a living and I yeah. love and I love it. But it would be dishonest to say that I never was curious about it throughout the years. And, ne- and I never wondered, what if, what if, what if, what if? So as of three months ago, I'm back in class. And it's not to go be some Hollywood actor. It's for me because I wanted to freaking do it. And it's a creative outlet. And I love it. And I don't know if it's going to lead anywhere. I don't care if it leads anywhere. But I'm studying with one of the best coaches in LA who took me on virtually. And it is the time of my life. I've never felt more freed in wow. the last three months. Than, than I do now. That's the best case scenario when it doesn't matter the outcome. Just what you're doing is, is what you love. And I think that I've learned that as well recently. It doesn't matter. Just do what you enjoy. Just create something. Just show up for yourself. Just don't doubt. Honestly, that's when the magic happens. So I'm really excited for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And you just reminded me of that story because I got to a point where I said, I want to do it. Screw it. I'm going to do it for me. So I love that you have that mentality as well. No, that's honestly, it's amazing. It's the way you have to live your life. And it's when things open up for you. That's when doors open, when you're not so attached to the outcome. And I remember in the very early days as an actor, I used to be obsessed with the outcome. Did I, you know, like getting to the end and I would be devastated for weeks and weeks if I, you know, tested for a job and didn't get it. Or if I was real, if I came second, it would crush me. And then I learned, go in the room, do the audition, leave and let it go. Doesn't matter. You did your best. Honestly, it's probably got nothing to do with you. There are probably a million other reasons why someone else got it or why I got it. It's definitely not all about the best actor getting the job. And so, that was really freeing. And I think that that's when I started working more, when I stopped being so desperate Mm. for this outcome. I don't want to put this in a negative way, but I think people feel desperation. They feel like when you need something from them, as opposed to when you're like, this is who I am. This is what I have to offer. You can take it or do it. But this is where I'm at. Yes, yes. I am so there with you right now. That is my mentality. I'm like all about releasing and letting the universe do its thing, putting in the work. You got to put in the work, but, but, but letting the universe do its thing. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. 
Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Another thing I keep hearing you bring up is your children. You have two kids, right? Mm -hmm. And you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. You have a third on the way. Yeah, I know motherhood is so important to you. What is something for you that is one of the biggest surprises of joy and pleasure being a mom? And what has been one of the most challenging things? Okay, well, I'll start with the challenging. I completely underestimated how difficult it is. (laughs) I had no idea what I was getting into when my son was born. And I'll tell this story knowing that maybe some people are going to judge, but it's the truth. And I now tell people who are having babies or have recently had babies. My husband and I looked at each other two weeks after James was born. And I said, remember when you told me this would be the best thing to ever happen to us? And he looked at me and goes, I was wrong. Okay. Like we were shells of ourselves. We were exhausted. We, We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to feed him, get him to sleep, like all the things. It was just this earth shattering change. And I was like, what do you mean all of these people say it's like the greatest thing to ever happen to you? This is horrible. I'm a terrible mother. And then I learned through the support of so many wonderful people, men, women from every walk of life. Yes, it's hard. It definitely gets easier. You don't have to be perfect. They just need to be loved. That's it. Loved, fed, formula, breast milk, food, whatever you give them, obviously not food when they're tiny babies, you're not giving them flaming hot Cheetos, <laughs> but um, they just need to be loved. Love, shelter, food, they're good. And so when you take that pressure off, you start to like go, okay, I'm relaxing into this. I'm learning. We're learning together. And then for me, toddlers are like the world's greatest drug. I'm so obsessed with toddlers. I When they like put their little hands on your face and say, I love you, mummy, the world stops. Like it is the greatest thing of all time. And so for me, like the hardest thing is the learning process, the transition from zero to one child for me was absolutely the hardest and relearning who you are. And then the most beautiful thing, I mean, there are so many beautiful things, but I'm telling you, sometimes I look at my kids and I cannot describe the feeling in my heart. Mm. It's like the most love that you've ever felt times infinity. I feel as if my chest is going to explode. And that's when I go, okay, all of those sleepless nights, all of the fears, all of the worry, all of the times where I'm like, I need a break. I'm so tired. I just want to sleep. You know, all of that is worth it for sure. You're about to have three kids. Three kids. Mm-hmm. What um, are you going up to? Six, seven, eight? A whole, uh, <laughs> <laughs> whole football think, team? You know, I'm one of four. Four is like a pipe dream that may not be a reality because I am this pregnancy is definitely harder than my my last two 
and we'll say i'll just see you know whatever yeah. i'm blessed with whatever the universe blesses me with i'm going to be grateful for i just two to me didn't feel like enough it didn't feel quite chaotic enough in the early days it did because i was so close in age but now i'm like okay i'm ready let's let's just add another one in <laughs> make it a little more crazy well if i were a parent or a parent to be I would totally follow you because as I was saying, when we first started this conversation, I love that you put out the realities of being a parent as well on social. It's not all like, oh my God, life is beautiful. And here I am in my three-piece gown feeding my baby. No, you're like, no. today was a shit day. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And I think that you know people are afraid to tell the truth sometimes because there is blowback and people are mean to you if you say something that they don't agree with and so oftentimes there's the pressure to just be like i'm just going to put the good stuff out and i'm just going to be politically correct and sweet and and i'm never going to say anything's hard and then that's going to be that and i'm not going to have to deal with anyone else's opinions and i just think like i can't live like that it's not my reality there is so much about it that i find hard there are so many things that i struggle with and I'm going to be honest about that. And you can tell me I'm a shitty mom if that's what your opinion is. But maybe there's another mom out there who's feeling the same way and doesn't have a community around her. And maybe that'll help. So at what age will you show your kids your role on the Vampire Diaries? <laughs> I want to show my daughter H2O first because I feel like that's going to secure me into in the favorite parent position. <laughs> She's such a daddy's girl now. And I'm like, you just wait, girl. Wait till you're six <laughs> and I put that mermaid show on for you. <laughs> um, but the vampire diaries, I don't know, 18. It's a lot of blood and sex in there. So. Oh, especially with your character, Miss Thang. You were all sexy all over the place. All up in everyone's business, wasn't I? <laughs> I mean, hey, they never need to see that. What do you think it would take to get the whole gang back together for a TV special or a film or something? Like, Do you genuinely think every person in that OG cast would do something eventually? I think eventually everyone would do something. Because after enough time has passed, the reason, you know, maybe after eight years on a show, you're like, okay, I need a break. I need a break from this character. I need a break from this world. I, you know, you spend 12 to 16 hours every day with the people and you just want some time but when time passes you realize like god we had it so good it was amazing and you miss them and you want to get back together with them so i mean i don't want to speak for everyone else but for me for sure no question any chance i get to go back and play rebecca or go back and talk about rebecca and and the amazing times i had i mean i think that's something we all are waiting for so <laughs> fingers crossed one day on that claire I mean, we've talked about so much today that I feel like probably many of those things you haven't said before, but I end every episode of my show by asking my guests, what is one thing that you have never said before? Okay, so I feel like I've gone pretty deep on everything else. So I'm going to go a little lighter on this one. Most of the time when someone asks me if I've seen a movie, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to talk about it as if I've seen it. I have not seen it. I'm not going to admit to you that I, should, that I have not seen it. But, you know, like Star Wars, yep, we can talk all day long about Luke Skywalker. Haven't seen it. Wait, but how do you fake it if you yeah, haven't seen it? Oh, it's very easy. It comes from acting. You kind of like pick little tidbits of what they say. And you're like, oh, yeah, uh, that line. Yes, and, and he said, that. <laughs> wasn't it funny? And most of the time they don't catch them. Okay, wait. Just, why why it's not so just... crazy, right? Because I'm, I'm so honest in every other area of my life. But as an actor, I feel like I should have seen every film that's ever been made. So you'll and feel so judged. <laughs> I feel judged if I haven't seen the latest Oscar films. So I just say yes. 
Oh my God, that's hysterical. I, I would be too stressed. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to get caught in a lie. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've definitely, I've been caught out before, for sure. But, you right, know, so, if I, <laughs> so I can't talk to you about movies ever. Now I know. Probably not. I'm not going to make a very good entertainment reporter. I haven't yeah. seen it. All right. Well, we'll we'll bond over other stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, I really Claire. just made myself look like a liar, didn't I? No, <laughs> no, I... Podcast about authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I think it's we all have weird quirks. I'm actually. What's something I do? I feel like there's something similar to that. Oh, everyone you, has something. You, know you must I'm, have something. I do. You know what I'm guilty of? What? Oh, this is kind of embarrassing. No, come on. I just told you. Oh, God. I'll sometimes say that I've seen a concert that I never seen. saw. Well, you probably saw it on TikTok, so it's basically the same. Yeah, like I haven't seen Beyonce, but if someone's like, have you seen Beyonce? I don't know. In the moment, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've yeah. Did it. you see that move? Blue Ivy <laughs> dancing? I've seen I've been to the concert, but I've watched 7,000 videos of it. Yeah, so I feel like I've seen it. I think that's, it's about having that's FOMO. Technicality. That's yeah. technicality. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to FOMO. I don't want to feel have left out. Have you seen out. Taylor Swift yet? No, and I want to. I love her. I'm going. I can't wait. I'm going with Phoebe and Riley and Karina. Can't wait. Oh my god! You better post a lot. I'm going to be living vicariously through you. You're going to go to the Taylor Swift concert through me. There we go. Have I been to Taylor? <laughs> yes, I have. I have been to yes, Taylor. <laughs> Claire, right I, I adore you. I could talk to Likewise. you for hours. Likewise. Thank, Thank you, you for so coming on the show. Me. I um, I wish you a beautiful pregnancy, nice and Thank smooth. You so much. And, and until... I wish you all the good acting, God's good vibes, all the uh, things. I can't believe I said I'm like sweating that I said that. I'm like, oh Why? my God. I don't know. I haven't put amazing. it out there because I don't want to be you judged. Did, you, you did it in your early days. You trained for it. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. I know, I know. We'll see. It's, it's fun. You know what I say to my friends sometimes when they have that imposter syndrome? And I wish I could say it to myself. If not you, then who? Yeah. Why can't it be you? It's going to be someone. It'll be you. True. You never know. Maybe you and I will be in something together. Ah, uh, we'll see. That'd be nice. <laughs> All right, my love. Well, thank you for joining. Thank you. Awesome to talk to you. All right. Mwah. Bye. I've Never Said This Before is hosted by me, Tommy D'Addario. This podcast is executive produced by Andrew Puglisi at iHeartRadio and by me, Tommy, with editing by Joshua Kolodny. I've Never Said This Before is part of the Elvis Duran Podcast Network on iHeart Podcasts. For more, rate, review, and subscribe to our show. And if you like this episode, tell your friends. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Tommy D'Addario. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.